This is a 30-second stereo radio for Trade School in the Home Depot. Spot code YHTFD00RGA0. Spot title, Project Planning Homeowner 101. So you're ready to tackle a home improvement project on your own. Let's make a plan. Take a free workshop from the Home Depot and get live help from our expert associates. Whether you're upgrading your kitchen or overhauling your bathroom, we'll provide everything you need to get started. You'll know what to look for and what to avoid, so you can take on any project with confidence. Homeowner 101 Livestream Workshops from the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Register now at homedepot.com slash workshops. Now back to Riffin' with Raph and AD on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Keep it in tight, Ralph. In tight. You don't need to be all out here. You don't need to be just in here. Just in here. There you go. In tight. I'm not sure what you're doing with them shoulders, dog. <laughs> oh, boy. We're back again, ripping with Ralph and AD this Wednesday night. AD's still trying to teach me the ways of the world. Dancing. Dancing. Man, so, how, how cool was that with Book, man? He's awesome. I mean, he's just a just a good guy it's like a lot of people you know they always ask me they're like you know what is so-and-so like what is so i'm like they're great guys you know they yeah and that about you know wanting to be a better uh, wanting his son to be better than him you know that's that's awesome that's uh, awesome but you know like talking about that had me thinking about something too i woke up this morning Aaron Davis, this year anniversary of your surgery last year. <laughs> and and I just look back over that last year and the stuff you went through and the stuff like that. And I was like, you know, like I said in my post, it's like a lot of people fold up their tents and go home and they call it good. And instead you took everything that you went through and you've changed so many people's lives over this past year. And you i can't tell you enough you know you we know we have our hard days we go through stuff but we bounce back and the stuff that you've done over this past year and the people's lives you've touched and just the people that have came back to you and said they went in for their checkups and they've done you know so you should be commended i know this has been your toughest year of your life probably but in a way it's probably been one of the most you know, that you can look back and cherish that you could have, you could have sat back and said, you know, why is this stuff happening to me? But instead you've went on and on. And like, I tell you all the time, your mom and dad are super proud of you. They're looking down and they're saying, AD, you're representing the name. And I just want to let you know how proud I am of you and the person I think you are. So you, I just wanted to, you know, be in it one year anniversary because I know what you went through and I just want to say, wow. And there's a lot of people out there that think you're a pretty amazing guy. <laughs> I appreciate you and love you, bro. I mean, um, that, that means a lot more than you know, Ralph. Um, if, if I've done anything good, it, it's because my mom and dad and the, the parents that I had, in, in their memories, I still have, man. As you know, Rav, more than 
besides my family and maybe two or three others, man, it was this has been the hardest really three years of my life. You know, COVID, I seen, COVID, you know, yeah. totally decimate my business. You know, there's no another thing there. where you could have folded it up and said, I can't do this. But instead, you thought of ways around it. You know, you're innovator. So I appreciate it, man. It's been a, it's been a, it's, <laughs> whew, it's been a, it's been a journey. And, um, you know, what Raph is alluding to, you know, a year ago today, there's no way I could have been on this show because I was laid up in a hospital bed. Uh, I just had my um, uh, my prostate removed because I was, many of you know, some of you don't. A year ago, May 3rd, I was diagnosed with prostate cancer. And so I had to have surgery to have it removed on June 15th, <laughs> which is yearly a year. A year ago tonight, and Raph, your, your, your message this morning, I had a chance to read that. This morning was rough, man. I mean, this is off, you know, we're not even talking about sports. This morning was rough because, you know, it was dark outside. It's cloudy. Besides the year anniversary for my surgery, for my cancer, man, you know, it was my dad's 81st birthday. You know, my dad no longer being here. This morning was rough, bro. I ain't even no way to, to, to even pick around it. This morning was really rough. But then, you know, I got with some, I had a, uh, a meeting with some other business owners, good friends of ours, of course, Jack Russell, uh, to other business owners called Trustegrity. And just being around those guys and uh, the messages from you and so many others, and just we all got our support systems, you know, because we all go through tough parts in life, man. I mean, this one tested me like no other, though, man, Rap, as you mentioned, man. There were many nights that, uh, past three nights I didn't sleep so well, you know, because I knew these dates were coming up and, just missing my mom and my dad. You know, I never thought at 48 years old I'd have no parents around, man. You know, I just something that's hard. But there's other people out there dealing with the same thing. You know, all the more reason why, man, we got to stick to you know stick uh, together. You know, I even that's why I love our station. I love what Derek uh, has created for. Uh, I look at our station, uh, and I'm not talking about our show. I mean our entire radio station as a uh, as a respite for people in this crazy world today. You know, there's so many people that are angry, and some for good reason. You know, there are some people who are just always mad. You know, there are some people that are on social media that you think, man, what you're going through is nothing compared to what this person's going through. And then some people's posts just depress you because they're always mad about something or upset about this or upset about that. And to each their own, it's their platform. I love that Derek has created a platform here at the station, you know, from – you know, uh, sipping those guys in the morning at 6 a.m. Then you got, you know, Jay and uh, DP for old school. Then you have VJ, the captain, coming in from 11 to 2. Then you got our boy Nick, you know, that comes in. Then you got uh, uh, Jake and those guys, you know, Nick and Bach. Don't forget about in. Strick. Oh, my goodness. Then you got Strick. Yeah, you got Strick and Bach that come in. And then there's, uh, you know, the, the players are here tonight, you know, Noah, Chancellor, and uh, Mr. Wright. You know, they got their, uh, uh, their voice, the volleyball team. So, all that to say this, when we're going through something in life, which everyone's going through something, some more severe than others, I'm glad that we have a station all day, you know, that provides an escape for people to laugh, uh, to learn, uh, to learn a little bit more about sports, and not just football, not just basketball, but I mean just a whole plethora of, of sports from Nebraska and outside of Nebraska, you know. So, Raph, I can't tell you how much I appreciate it, man. Today has been long to say the least man just a lot of emotions and, and and things that i've been thinking about but you know what man what book brought up about his sons that's what i want to do too as a father i just want to make sure my sons um um and not talking about have things but become more you know 
Uh, that's what he was talking about. My daughter, Naya, you know, that she becomes more. She enters her freshman year at Nebraska next year. But I think as a father, that's what you want. That's what my pops got. The rest is so wonderful for me. You know, you look at little A.D., who's in law school at the University of Nebraska right now, my, my oldest son. We found out through Ancestry.com that my great, great, great grandfather, born a slave, died a slave. A.D. scores a 34 in the ACT. 36 is the highest you can get. That brother scores a 34 in his ACT, has college offers all over, all over the country, full scholarship to the University of Nebraska Law School. That dude is living. He said, you know, Pops, I'm doing things that, and I share with him, you're doing things that your great-great-grandfather couldn't imagine. Utilize it. All that to say, Raph, I appreciate you. Love you, big dog. Um, that's what we do, man. We stick together, man. We stick together. So it was cool to see a book and bringing this back to Booker, talk about his son, Little Mike, you know, the experience that he has right now uh, to make an impact, not because of football. I mean, not just because of football, but just become a better man uh, overall in all those key areas. So, um, so Raph, I appreciate you. Love you, man. Love your parents, Def. Love your sister, your brother-in-law, all big supporters. So I appreciate you. Ralph, we talked about we want to people. We we we, we caught some and, and pun intended. There were folks riffing about us. Y'all thinking they going twelve and zero? Man, they play blah 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 blah. And then I had some other cast was like, "Yo, AD, I appreciate that because on that schedule, on the way here, I was talking to our homeboy Aiken Udofia, Aiken EU. What's happening, man? If you're listening, I was telling him there is not a game on Nebraska schedule this year that they should not beat and could not beat. Bottom line, exactly. there is not a game on that schedule. The ones that scare me, I told you about Purdue, because Purdue, you never know what they're – they're just – they remind me a lot of Northwestern. You know, they, they're going to – he's going to wring the towel. He's going to get as much as talent as he possibly can with the roster he has at hand, so he's going to wring the towel. And those dudes like to fight. You know what I'm saying? So what they may yep. lack in talent, they don't lack in gumption and tenacity. So that's the part I love about a team like a Northwestern. Fitzgerald – uh, his team has the persona of him as a, as a player because he was a bad boy when he played linebacker back in the day, man. His team takes that same personality. He wasn't the biggest. He wasn't the fastest. He wasn't the strongest. But he played whistle to whistle, and he invited pain. He invited punishment. Produce coach. What's their head coach's name, Raph? What's it, my man's name? has been there for a while now. Jeff Brom. Yeah, Jeff Brom. His name sounds like something from back in the 60s. Tackle by Jeff <laughs> Brom. He sounds like one of them cats is going to hit you and just love the contact. Purdue plays that way. Of course, we talked about Michigan. Nebraska's always played good at Michigan for the most part. All right? Michigan does not Michigan does not scare me. Oklahoma does not scare me because Oklahoma know they were gifted a lot, of, a lot from us last year. I would say the same thing about Iowa. You know, obviously, my godson that plays for Iowa, that was a tough conversation for us to have when he was on the air with us. But it's never personal. It's just business. You know, I think those three games – are the ones that scare me the most, with the exception of Purdue. But, Raph, think about, okay, did you hear somebody talking about our, our record? Because obviously Book was paying attention because he said that he realized we oh, yeah. said Nebraska 12-0. and 0. Oh, yeah, they are. they've been talking about it in the mornings and stuff like that. I, I listen in. I, but, like, when we went into that last week, I wrote, I wrote down 12-0 and 0 before we even started it. because With Harrison. Like, even when we were talking about, you know, tonight with Book about, you've got to believe you're the best. And That's I hope right. that if we get a chance to t talk to Chancellor, Javen, and Noah, I hope all three of them come on the radio tonight and say, yeah, we're going 12-0. and 0. I want, I I got want you. that. Well, Chancellor's sitting right here, and I'm going to have him come on about our next break and just kind of share that, that, that same mentality. But go ahead, Raph. You're talking about Booker. Go I, ahead, man. 
I, it needs to be that starving mentality. I, all those mm, players that are down here it, working man. out this summer, I want them to be, I want them to be starving to win come next fall. I want them to be starving. And they, and I think they realize if they patch together some wins, this city of Lincoln, well, I'm in North Platte, but this city of Lincoln will go nuts. The whole state the will go nuts. The entire state will go nuts, man. It will go nuts. And it will be something that they, it'll be a feeling that they'll never, they'll look back like we are 25 years later going, the feelings were amazing. And that's, I want that for them. I want them to be successful this year. I want them to win their games. I want them to go to a bowl game. I want them to have, you know, and I, I believe it, it can happen. They've got, yeah, they've got the nucleus down there, their additions that they've had. I, I, I think they can be. It's just a matter, you know, are they starving? Are you starving enough? Do you want it more than anything? So. Well, just right what you just said, man. There's a difference. Are you starving or are you hungry? Because I went to bed hungry before. You know what I'm saying? Yep. When no, no ramen noodles at the crib, you didn't know peanut butter, especially in college. You know, I've been to bed hungry. But if you're starving, you will do whatever it takes to find food. So when you're starving and you want something bad enough, you will find a way to make it happen no matter what the odds are. Hungry is not good enough, man. It's got to be deeper than that. It's got to be deeper than that. So that's something you want, and you hope people are starving about it. A quick little – we told each week, folks, we're going to do – we're going to do a little background on Nebraska's opponents. So that'll go, we might do one or two a night. Tonight we're going to do one on Northwestern. And I picked up my – I picked up all my regular magazines, my Athlons, my Lindsay's College Football – and there's some good things in there. You think about Northwestern, first opponent, draft. Pat Fitzgerald, 16 years. Here are a few key guys they got coming back. You know, it's gonna, his, his last name, I'm going to mess it up. But their defensive end, I remember his name mentioned it a few times last year, Aditamwa Adabawe. Probably screwed oh. it up. But he's a well defensive done. end. What's up? That's very well done. Yeah, he, yeah <laughs> I did my best. I've been, I've just been practicing a little bit. But uh, he's one of their biggest defensive ends coming back. Then they have on their left tackle is a two-year starter. Uh, that's Peter Sorowski, Skorkanowski. And uh, he's going to be most likely a big – it was it all actually was a Big Ten selection and projected first-round draft pick. So anytime you got a good left tackle, that's a good way to anchor the line. And then they have Evan Hole, their running back, that replaced the other running back last year. Now check this out, Ralph. Listeners, I didn't realize that this young man ran for 1,009 yards last year. 1,000-yard rusher. Evan Hole's coming back. But the big thing is the recruiting class. I was looking at the recruiting class, bro. They had two four-stars, and all the rest of the recruits were all three stars. Two four-stars and all the rest three stars. And me and you both know, and so does the country, Pat Fitzgerald knows how to squeeze the most out of talent. And when you have more talent to squeeze from, that means the results are going to be better. So another interesting fact about Fitzgerald from 2008 to 2017, Northwestern was one of college football's most consistent, solid programs. The college football, they averaged 7.7 wins during the stretch in the past four years. Think about that. Peaking with their 10-win seasons, never falling before uh, victory. So they were averaging seven wins. So although they weren't like, you know, 10 or 11 games, they know they were good for seven. That's what I call ringing the rag. They got the most out of what they possibly could. Uh, uh, questions at all, Rav? Questions, input, anything about that first part? I'm with you. I, they, they've got talent, and they, like you said, they're going to be well coached. But it, I just, I just keep on going back to Nebraska. I think, like we said, Nebraska basically. I, I mean, every team controls its own destiny, but this year mm-hmm. more than any, mm-hmm. Nebraska 
Nebraska controls, you know, how they come out and play. They're going to have the mental edge, I think, right away because of last year's game. So right, Northwestern's right. going to have that on their mind from last year, man. We got throttled by oh, Nebraska. And we beat the brakes off of Northwestern last year, 56-7, to seven, man. Yeah, and that's, and that's you know, teams have used that against Nebraska in the prior years where we got yep. throttled the year before, and then we came out a little apprehensive. Next, yep. you know, we're down 14. Then we realize we can play with them. Then we, you know, come back, end up losing by a touchdown or 10 points or whatever. So Nebraska's got to get to turn the tables now. We got to use that mental edge that we had again. You know, we beat them by 49 points last year. Mm-hmm. Come out, put it on them early, be the most physical team. Don't play with your food. Football's still football. The most physical exactly. team's going to win. Most physical team's going to win. And we have to set the tone early with Northwest. You figure you're going to have, have a six, six and a half, seven hour time zone difference. Okay. Obviously, we'll be there early enough for them to get acclimated to the time zone difference. You're playing in a foreign field, foreign country. So I say foreign, pun intended. Foreign field, foreign country, seven-hour time zone. But you know what, though? They're going to be playing in the same time zone. So it's not like the one team's going to have more of the advantage than the others. We both come from the same central time zone, so we're both going to have, you know, just seven-hour difference, six-and-a-half-hour difference. It's just coming out, Raph, like you said, punching a team in their mouth early, let them know, look, I'm glad you made the trip, but you're going home with 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 an L. And that's got to yep. be determined. And those decisions are done right now. Those decisions are run right now. And it's just like we've always believed. Championships and games won are won in empty stadiums. You don't wait until the stadium gets full and say, we're going to win this game. It's through every workout. It's through every rep. It's through every drill. It's through every session. Games are won in empty stadiums. It's not, on, it's not in September. It's not in October. That shows the fruits. That shows the results of what you did when the stadium was empty. That's when those games are won. And I know for a fact these guys have a hunger right now. Like I mentioned, Raph, they're not hungry. They are starving. But you know what? The same can be said for Northwestern. You think about this. If you got beat 52-7, to I mean, you'd almost want to lose by a last-second field goal than to lose 52. Because that means you just got – you just literally just got your face beat in for four quarters and the other team made you like it. That's rough, man. I mean, that's like, that's like someone snatching your man card and just beating you up and then doing it again. And not only that, going to tell you, we're going to do the same thing again. So that hits your pride a little bit. We'll see that, how that impacts them uh, coming in. Because you look from an offense perspective, they have a South Carolina transfer, uh, a guy named Ryan Helensky, second season, extremely inconsistent, though. The biggest knock against Northwestern, they got a decent run game, but they've always struggled with the pass game, right or wrong. No, you're true. But that Helensky kid, he's a pretty decent quarterback. He was, he was, um, I, yeah, he was the quarterback in South Carolina, correct? Right. That's then, where he transferred from. And then Rattler came, went to South Carolina, and then that's why mm-hmm. Helensky came, because Helensky's brother was the, the player up at Washington, I believe. Up at Washington, one at University of Washington. Yeah, I mean, yep. he committed suicide like three, four years ago, I believe. Right. So, but he's right. yeah, he's a good ball player. But like, my vision is this. First possession, we kick off three and out from the black shirts, and we get a punt return for like 25 or 30 yards from Trey Palmer. I mean, that right there would – that would just set the tone for the – Set the I tone early, the man. Season. Yep. Well, and a lot of let, people don't realize – like you mentioned, Raph, setting the tone. A lot of people, if you watch that Orange Bowl again in 94, a lot of people don't know that Corey Schlesinger knocked the dude out the first play of the game. Knocked him out. Yep. right Knocked him out cold. That set the tone for that game. When you got a guy that runs down the first play of the game and knocks one of your players out cold, 
that sets the tone. So to your point, we got to set that tone. Northwestern also as, uh, added um, Illinois transfer, Donnie Navarro, receiver, 52 career receptions. Uh, he'll remain active. And, then, and they're going to stay consistent in the portal as well. One thing I thought was interesting, Raph, I didn't realize this about them, on their special teams, they added UCLA transfer Luke Akers, the son of who, Rav? Think Ray. of Akers. David Akers. Remember David Akers? Oh, Part of years? Yeah, I yes. didn't think about that either. Yes. So they added uh, David Ak- uh, transfer Luke Akers. He's from UCLA. Transferred yeah. to um, uh, Northwestern. He'll handle the punting duties. Here's what I think is interesting, and I'm going to say this before we hop into our next commercial, and we're going to have, uh, I guess we're going to have a few of the guys on. The one we're going to talk to first, uh, most likely the first one before they get on their show uh, tonight, it's going to be Javen Wright. We're going to talk to him a little bit about the lineage uh, that he shares as well at Nebraska. But here's what a few opposing coaches have said about Fitzgerald, and I think it, it fits him to a, a passion. Here's what a few said. Looking at this team from far, it's pretty much a broken record now. They said this, you know exactly what you're going to get on defense, and you respect the hell out of it. You have no idea what's coming on offense, but chances are it won't be too bad. The more time you spend in this league, what the coaches said, the more you appreciate Pat Fitzgerald. Why, Raph? Because they ring the rag. They get as much talent as they possibly can out of that rag. And folks, you are listening might know what I'm talking about. Imagine having a dish rag or a dish, you know, a dish rag in a bucket, and you get that rag out and soaking wet. You ring that thing as much as you can to get every bit out of it. That's what Pat Fitzgerald does with his roster year after year after year. He gets the most out of the rag. He wants to make sure there's nothing left in that talent pool once he gets them on his squad. I think he's one of the greatest to ever do it. Uh, in the Big Ten, I'm not saying the greatest. I'm answering the Big Ten of what he has. And also, here's what somebody else said, Raph. Their, their guys model the play of their head coach. We talked about that. He says he has a great culture and his communication within the program. There's no consistency with the running back and quarterback, but he says he always finds a way to maximize their potential. That's ringing the rag. Points, comments, Raph. No, I agree with you. He's, he's a heck of a coach. He's, he's done a lot of things at a university with the high academic standards that they have there. He's had to battle through that. Mm-hmm. Um, He's a good coach, but yeah. like you said, it all it all goes back. Nebraska holds holds all the cards, I think. Well, they, you, it's a great point. Like you mentioned, Nebraska, we definitely hold the cards. You know, Northwestern hit the transfer portal as well. Uh, they got a, on the defensive line, Addie Sean Holmes. He was from UMass. Uh, Ryan Johnson from Stanford. And Henrik Barnes from Indiana State. So they'll join uh, some veteran returnees, such as uh, the defensive end, a top way we talked about before, Adabawar, and also tackles John Jordan Butler and Jason Gold, Jr., so they should have a strong enough pass rush to help, but they got to do a better job of stopping the run. You know, obviously, and that should be one of our strong suits this year at Nebraska with the, the uh, just with the core of running backs we have in that running backs room. Hopefully the injury bug doesn't plague us much on the offensive line. All of that we'll see here shortly. Folks, we're going to take a quick break. That was kind of our breakdown of Northwestern. Northwestern on their schedule this year, they play obviously not, uh, uh, us in Ireland. They play Duke on the 10th. They'll play Southern Illinois. They'll play Miami of Ohio. Then they start, they get kind of the meat of their schedule. They'll play at Penn State, home against Wisconsin, at Maryland, at Iowa, Ohio State at home, at Minnesota, at Purdue, Illinois at home again. So, again, that's kind of our wrap-up with uh, our breakdown of Northwestern. Next week we'll talk about North Dakota. But we want to keep it kind of just one week at a time because that's where we want the season to go, just one week at a time. We would also want to break down their opponents, though, and what they're projected to be. Folks, we're going to take a break, and we'll have uh, next with us 
A few current players on the roster right now. Um, right here again at the Dak Shack. This is Rippin' with Raph and AD on 93.7 a ticket. We'll be right back. Let's take a moment and think about the things you love. It could be stuff like vintage vinyl, stylish sunglasses, or your exotic fish collection. Whatever your passion is, the new Multiply the Cash Scratchers from DC Lottery gives you a chance to multiply your cash by 5, 10, 25, or even 100 times and enjoy a lot more of the stuff that makes you, you. Multiply the Cash Scratchers from DC Lottery. If you love it, multiply it. Please play responsibly. This is a 30 second stereo radio for Trade School in the Home Depot. Spot code YHTFD00RGA0. Spot title Project Planning Homeowner 101. So you're ready to tackle a home improvement project on your own. Let's make a plan. Take a free workshop from the Home Depot and get live help from our expert associates. Whether you're upgrading your kitchen or overhauling your bathroom, we'll provide everything you need to get started. You'll know what to look for and what to avoid, so you can take on any project with confidence. Homeowner 101 Livestream Workshops from The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Register now at homedepot.com slash workshops.